great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows. And I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good Tuesday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'll be here my normal shift until 1 a.m. And then we will continue up until 3 a.m. for the first half of Frank Morano's show, The Other Side of Midnight. Frank has the week off. So a number of story, stories, as you might imagine, that we are about to get to. And I start this way. You have got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. Migrants sleeping on the streets outside the Roosevelt Hotel. They are speaking of disappointment. They are speaking of fear. As another bus pulled in within just the last two hours. This is Mayor Adams is warning that the migrant crisis is coming to a neighborhood near you. Mayor Adams says it's not going to get any better from this moment on. It's downhill. The mayor adding, I was at the Roosevelt on Saturday and I went there on Sunday. People lined up around the block, hurting the businesses there. No, hurting the businesses. No. When you welcome them here, Mr. Mayor, you know, with open arms and, you know, it was just kumbaya. It was just wonderful. And so the mayor says we put buses there for cooling systems, but it's just not sustainable. Newsflash, Mr. Mayor. We could have told you this on day one, that it was not going to be sustainable because once you permitted the first bus, here comes the next one and the next one and the next one and on and on and on up until just about two hours ago. The buses are continuing to arrive. And so it's a uh, an interesting story in terms of what's happening now on the streets of New York City. Hundreds of migrants sleeping on a midtown sidewalk as they wait for placement into the local shelter system. Talking of their disappointment, talking of their fears for the future as the breakdown of the city's shelter system forces asylum seekers into the street. And so the line outside the Roosevelt Hotel the Migrant Intake Center stretched halfway around a full Manhattan City block. That must be wonderful wonderful, wonderful for the tourists. I mean, that must be a, a great eyesore for the tourists to see. Right? So migrants watched with disappointment as the line got longer and longer throughout the day. That's one story. And let's go ahead and open up the phone lines. The calls are coming in anyway. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said something a few hours ago that you have to agree with if you're being honest in assessing this situation. He is slamming Hunter Biden. He made, that is the Florida governor, an appearance on the Fox News channel Monday, claiming the first son would already be in jail if he were a Republican. I have to agree with them. This is President Trump is warning that his third indictment could be coming anytime soon. 
Florida Governor Ron DeSantis declaring if Hunter were a Republican, he'd be in jail by now. The presidential candidate said on special report, and he was asked about Hunter Biden's business partner, Devin Archer's recent recent testimony that the vice president and now president sat in on calls with foreign patrons. The governor said there are two standards of justice, two standards of justice. And I'm going to have a lot more on this uh, Devin Archer testimony, his deposition and the Hunter Biden mess Coming up, we'll take your calls on it now, but coming up at 1 a.m., I'll have a lot more on this. And and let me let me just be very clear on this, folks. So do you think it's a normal situation for the vice president of the United States of America to get on the phone and talk to someone on the other end that may have a business interest before the government. Do you do you honestly, with a straight face, think that that's a normal situation? Because it's not. It's not normal under any situation. And uh, another story we're going to deal with this morning, the man, and you may recall this, the man who tossed the phone at BB Rexa at her face during uh, her concert concert here in New York City is now trying to strike a plea deal in the hopes of having criminal charges dropped. So, folks, explain this one to me. You want your 15 minutes of fame. You want to throw the cell phone at the entertainer. It hits her in her eye, and now you want to plea bargain. Now you want a plea bargain. And even worse, I want you folks to listen to this, right? So his mother, he was in court Monday trying to work out a plea deal and so on. And his mother, she does not want, she does not want anyone to take photos of her son. Listen to this. Excuse me. Hey, you want to no. be arrested? No. You're then not don't allowed, touch you're me. You're not allowed to take my son's picture. Excuse me. Excuse me. No. No, no, no. Excuse me. You're not gonna. You're not gonna take a picture of my son. Excuse me. Keep going. Come on, this has gotta pass already. You're so stupid. Don't touch me. I will have you arrested for assault. Excuse okay? me. If you touch me, I will have you arrested for assault. I want you to take a picture of your son, please. Don't even stop, please. Come on. Enough with the news, there. It's gotta stop. No, it doesn't have to stop. And and I'm sorry, Mom. I understand that that's your son. But we in the media, we, we have a right to take photos. And you're in a courthouse. And, Mom, why are you in the courthouse? You're in the courthouse because your son did something reckless and stupid. And now he doesn't want to face criminal charges. And, Mom, with all due respect, with all due respect, where were you, Mom, when your son thought it was cute to throw the cell phone at BB uh, at, at the entertainer as uh, as she was uh, performing in terms of a BB Rexer. Where, where was mom at that point as the uh, cell phone hit her in the eye? And I brought up to you Cardi B in which uh, someone threw water at her in Vegas and Cardi B turned around and threw the microphone at the individual. Well, now officials in Vegas are saying Cardi B is looking at, at a, uh, a possible criminal investigation herself for throwing the microphone. It appears it may have hit the wrong person. And as I said last night, if it hit the wrong person, that's a million-dollar lawsuit right then and there. So a lot going on, but I just think it's nerve that you, you want your 15 minutes of fame. You want to throw uh, a cell phone at, at a BB, BB Rexa, right? And you hit her in the eye, and now you want a plea bargain, and you don't want any, any criminal charges for this. It is remarkable. It is remarkable. Let's start with the telephone calls. We see a lot of calls on the issue of the migrants, the migrants. The migrants, and I, I'm serious, folks, because there is a net positive in all of this. I don't mean to be cruel, but with them on the street, those images are going back to their countries. 
And this can be a deterrent. In terms of come here if you want to, this is the reality that you're not going to get a hotel room. You're going to be on the streets of New York City. So the migrants are speaking of their disappointment, of their fear. And what about our fear? And dare I say, what about our disappointment? It is, after all, our tax dollars that are paying for all of this. Let's start with Eddie in Babylon. Good morning, Eddie. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Thank you for being a voice for America on the radio. Thank you. That's very kind of you to say. Well, you know what? It's real. And, uh, I think it was Jefferson. He said, always tell the truth. You'll never have to remember what you said. So we have a real love for you. We do. And I know what John Katz does to give you more time. But we we look at this. Uh, what is it? They're getting 60 days in a hotel. Then they're getting discharged to the streets. The single, the single able-bodied males. Yes. Okay. So what's going to happen in the wintertime, Dominic? That's, that's, that, that, that's a good question, but, but Eddie, if I can be blunt with you, that, that's not our problem. Uh, well, no, no, but, you know, we have veterans and other people on the streets. They, they shut down Creekmore. I have Pilgrim State out here with, with me in Suffolk County, and there should be people there that need help, but they're on the street. And what is Eric Adams is... Is I don't understand. Does he need votes? Is that what it is? Is that why he's taking people into New York? And New York is suffering economically. I mean, the Big Apple is now it, it's it's being destroyed as the greatest city in the world. You know that. You're right. You're right there. Right. You're at the radio station WABC, and I hear you. I hear you go up um, Palisades Park or wherever you live, or just yes, and and. You know, you're there, but, um, and even Rita Cosby was just on. And if I talk to her, I always text her on Twitter, safe home, you know, so please. You don't know what's going to happen. My sister just moved out of the city. She lived on uh, West 75th Street. Nice, quiet block, but you do not know what's going to happen at any time. You really don't. It's it's really, it's it's a friend in San Francisco. He goes to work one day a week if he if he has to. And he, I said, what's it like? He goes, a defecation all over the sidewalks. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just not what we grew up with. I know you grew up with your book, which I told you I'm buying and what happens. And you became a good man out of maybe disaster and everything or, you know, what happened. But you had a heart and soul and you came out of it somehow. And now you're here on the radio. And you're giving people their voice and America their voice. But um, we're, we're all hanging on right now. And we want this country to be what the flag represents. The okay. heart and soul of America. Who, you know, and, and I know my, I picked up my father's Marine Corps book. And I opened it up and it said the flag. They consider the flag a living thing, an object. That's why it shouldn't touch the ground. And um, I, I just, I just through talking on the radio, and I said to Rita, I would give my last on to help John Katz by CNN, and get what we see in here and the testimony today. Does that get all over? Does that get over the fence, Dominic? For the rest of America who's drinking the Kool Aid and watching CNN and MSNBC and everything that talks well, about how bad. Trump in America is, Dom? Well, Eddie, and, and thank you for the call, Eddie. To answer your question directly to the rest of America, if you're watching uh, MSNBC, you're in complete denial about what's going on with Hunter Biden and, and his dad, the president of the United States. But even in the stage of denial, it's coming more and more and more directly to your face. And you, you you're going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to deal with it. And so if you are a Democrat and you are supporting President Biden, who knows what's going to happen, but you may want to start looking at some other candidates. That's just some friendly advice uh, because this thing is snowballing and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And pretty soon they're not going to be able to simply just uh, ignore it. And I'm talking about the negative stuff Let's go to Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
Hey, you're the only one that could have been possibly take um oh shoot, I can't think of his name, his spot. Oh help me help me, he's on vacation. Oh Frank anyway. Morano. Frank Morano. Yeah. Because nobody else could handle this. And I get like two hours now. I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I have a comment, and it's two, really. But the, this is troubling because um, what I see that's happening with the, that you guys call a mind grade or whatever with human beings is the fact that, okay, well, we have too many, so we're going to put you on the street and give you a bus and stuff. All well and good. But isn't this a country that uh, they taught us that come, come? You know, come in and help us and build the country, and everybody's invited, and now these people are sleeping on the street. Audrey, okay. I, I, I almost, I, 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 I just, I'm gonna let you finish. I just almost slipped, right? And I, I, and I almost said, say what? It. No, I can't say it. But, <laughs> but, but, Audrey, but, but I, I do have to be honest with you. I'm always them, honest. Them sleeping on the street, right? It's why, sleeping. why is that our problem? They, it's not uh, our wait, problem. It's wait, the country Audrey, that's. Audrey, Audrey, so no, they, no. They're the ones that came here. They're okay, the ones listen, that came here. And, and, uh, and, 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 and to be honest with you, to be completely honest with you, I think it's an eyesore. And I think the police should make them leave and go somewhere no, else. Go, go, I, I honestly feel, I'm going to let you finish, Audrey. I honestly feel that New Yorkers should not have to look at that. And the businesses should not have to encounter that. You can always get a, t- a free ticket and go back to your country or go to another state, another location. You are not going to browbeat New Yorkers into giving you free residence. Go ahead, Audrey. Let me finish, but I'm listening. I don't feel like that. I don't know. It's not just New York. It's the country. Okay. Where are the buses coming from? Who's sending the buses here because we're a sanctuary state? Whatever, whoever uh, made that so, then if it's not going to be but, changed. But Audrey, Audrey, I, re- I respect you greatly. Wait, wait, wait. I, I can answer that for you easily. I respect you, Audrey. But it, you, you have these grand ideas, but you never tell me who's going to pay for it. Now, there's a question. The buses are not coming across the river. You know, I just want to know where they're picking them up at and send them here. That's all. I don't know that. They're, they're co- the buses are coming from Texas. Uh, oh. Some were coming from Florida, but mostly from Texas. But again, I, 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 I'm not mad that Governor Abbott outsmarted Mayor Adams. Mayor Adams was the one that stood out there and said, you're welcome to come to New York. And now he's completely overwhelmed and his back is against the wall. Why have a team of advisors and they let Mayor Adams fall into a political trap and now you've got all these people here, Audrey? I don't do politics. I think it sucks. But anyway, how was your weekend? My weekend was fine. But Audrey, but before I let you go, I do want you to tell me, right? So, so you're saying that it's awful for them to be, it's cruel for them to be in the street. Well, who's going to pay for them? Hey, that, okay, it's because, okay, paying, it's not about money. Oh, it's and not. Then, you know, it, it would happen if it's supposed to happen. But my thing is, it's is, 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 is just cruel, it, inhumane for anyone to have to do that when it's okay to send a message. This is supposed to be a sanctuary state, whatever that means. But it's, it's crazy. Okay, but Audrey. But Audrey. But Audrey. At what point? Does enough is enough enough? So you, you so, so okay. So wait, wait, wait. So so you come up with enough housing for a hundred, right? I'm using a fake number, obviously, because yeah. they, so okay. Let's use actual numbers. So you come up with housing for fifty five thousand, right? Now here comes another forty thousand. You find a way to come up with housing for another forty thousand. Now here comes another seventy thousand. At what point does it stop with taxpayers paying the bill for people that are not even supposed to be here? Well, not supposed to be here. Hmm. You say that? We're, none of us are supposed to be here. Well, you know, you're, you're, Audrey, you're an American citizen. I'm a, an American citizen. Oh, wait, I'm these, here people, these people are not American to, citizens. But I just don't, I'm just happy as, um, I don't know, something has to be done. It's higher than, than the state. It has to go up to, to um, whoever's sitting in that seat, at, um, the Biden, does they have a, a department that handles um uh, immigrants control or something? Uh, with all due respect to the president, Audrey, I think President Biden has some bigger problems right now right. <laughs> than than, uh, than migrants. Uh, yeah, but 
Yeah, his, yeah. If you're talking about that, his son. That's not Biden's problem. It's his son's problem. Oh, it's it's not Biden's problem. I really haven't listened to it. I listened to what you guys say, but it, it has nothing to do with how the country's going to be running. Okay, so Audrey, comes out of it, okay, then so we'll Audrey, find out. But, but before I move Biden on, problem, it's so, a problem. Audrey, Audrey, wait, 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 wait. I'm, I'm not forget the migrants because I, as far as I'm concerned, let them. Well, I'm not going to say let them sleep on the street, but uh, that's not my concern. As far as the vice president, right, vice president at the time, you don't see it as a problem if his son in business dealings is picking up the phone. Hey, say hello to my dad. Audrey, why do you think they're saying hello to the vice president? First of all, it's almost impossible. And, 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 and it's a conflict of interest. Why is the vice president of the United States getting on the phone to say hello to his son's business associates? Why why would that be acceptable? Yeah. Talking about Biden because Harris is the vice president right now. Mm-hmm. Well, but no, but but he was the vice president like at the I time. Said, I'm not familiar with the story because to me, it, the proof is in the pudding. All I hear is he did this, he did that. Um, Trump did this, he did that. Nobody's actually proven anything. I almost said that S word, but until that happens, I'm not interested in that because it's, to me, it's a game. You know, it's a part. A, 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 it's just a game. You know, if he did it, he did it. But what the hell? It's past tense. We got a problem now. Mm, okay. I can't call no, no more tonight. Like, I can't call 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, you, if, if you're up at 2, Audrey, you can call. Thank you. Thank you so much. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to BJ. BJ in Queens. Good morning, BJ. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. This is why I listen to you. You have the excellent uh, political calculus. Uh, Biden of Brooklyn. Uh, that would be uh, Mayor Adams. Adams. Yes. Yes. The Biden of Brooklyn. He wants yes. to get to the White House so bad he can taste it. So what does he do? He turns around. And he tells uh, the whole country, look, we take in everybody. You know, we have the Statue of Liberty in, in, in the harbor. So if you're, you know, if you're here illegally, come here. We'll, we'll, we'll hook you right up. And now he's bit off more than he can chew. He's taking these migrants to enhance his own image as a great protector, the king of the sanctuary city, and we all suffer as a result. We have open-air sex markets. It is like New Amsterdam now over in Jackson Heights, okay? It is, uh, and those are all, those are all, uh, I would venture, I guess, those were all people who come from third world countries and probably not here illegally, uh, not here legally. That's just my guess, I might be wrong. You have a population that will not assimilate. They they want they do not want to become part of the American dream. It goes back to the last caller. You know, they said, give us your tired, your poor, your hungry. They didn't say we were going to just give you stuff for free. We were going to give you the opportunity, the pursuit of happiness, life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. We don't give you a lottery ticket, although being born here is like having a lottery ticket compared to other countries. That's why people want to will float here on a tire in a tube if they have to. You know, and and here's what here's we all suffer. All of us who pay taxes, who have dealt with indignity after indignity and declining quality of life since probably Bloomberg left, but probably a little bit before that, we've seen the quality of life in this city dis- decay and degrade. And now here we are, and we're told that this is this is the best we can do is we take in people who don't want to have anything to do with our country other than our social services and our free money. That's it. They don't want to, they don't want to learn the language. They don't want to do anything. They'll sleep on the street. They'll break the law. They'll sell their bodies if they have to. And <clears throat> we all suffer. And I don't know why we're taking this. Do we have this mental psychosis where we think that this is what all we, the best we deserve to watch the greatest city in the greatest country in the world fall into the, into, into the harbor? And just decay and degrade like something out of a science fiction movie, a dystopian nightmare. I, I don't know, Dominic, but I, I do know that we need to really take a look at and, and do some soul searching and say, you know, we, 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 we can't take this anymore. So, well, I, 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 I agree with you. Um, you know, I, I, thank you for the call, BJ. Uh, folks should not have to uh, sleep on the sidewalk, but. They came here and then coming here, nothing is guaranteed. I don't care what those crazy advocates told you come to New York. We got you an apartment housing. 
uh, everything else. That's what the advocates told you, right? So I'm sorry that they're sleeping on the street. But my concern, to be candid and honest with you, I'm more concerned about the sanitary conditions that New Yorkers have to deal with walking past that and looking at that and the eyesore for the businesses. I'm sorry, Mayor Adams, you created this mess. Well, Dominic, no, I didn't. I didn't create it. Abbott sent them here. You welcomed them here. You didn't turn around those buses. You sent your immigration commissioner to greet the buses, which was the absolute worst thing in the world that you could have done. You sent a full green light that you're welcomed in New York. And look at us now. And look at us now. The scenes that we saw in border cities and border states are playing out right now at this hour in the media capital of the world. Let's go to David in Los Angeles. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Well, I'm going to make a comment about the immigrants lined up, but I hope Curtis Lee was listening because I was watching TikTok and I saw this black dude with the baseball cap on, you know, looked like a rapper kind of guy. He said, man, I should have voted for Curtis Sliwa. Then Eric Adams, he, he went and said, yeah, we welcome all the immigrants. Now he doesn't have any place to put them. And he started mimicking Eric Adams. It's like, oh, my God, when you got the backward baseball cap, homie, cursing out uh, Mayor Adams, he's got problems. And uh, congratulations to Curtis for that. But, um, Dominic, I saw on TikTok also the lineup of the immigrants, and I noticed it was 100% men. No kids, no women. What the hell's going on, Dominic? How come it's all men lined up? I thought this was about families. It looks like they're importing a militia to attack America. What, why is it all men, Dominic? Well, thank you for the call, David, and I'm glad you raised that uh, that question um, it, it's set up the way it should be that women and children are a priority and they they go in almost immediately. The women and children don't have to uh, stand on those long lines. They they go ahead of the process and they are the only ones at this point that are guaranteed, guaranteed uh, uh, housing as far as the migrants. But let me tell you the next scam, the next scam that's going to happen Mark this date down. Mark this date down. Here we are, August 1st, 2023. Watch and see how many migrant children are born nine months from now. That's the next scam. Watch and see how many kids. And now remember, uh, uh, when they're born here, all the services that kick in. Mark down Nine months from now, maybe, maybe nine and a half, maybe 10, and watch and see how many migrant children are born in New York. Just watch and see, folks. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'm also in for Frank Morano this morning, so I'll be here until 3 a.m. We will be chatting together. When we come back, we're going to Staten Island, Brooklyn, Comac, Westwood, the Bronx, Yonkers, Brooklyn, and Manhattan. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. 
the migrant crisis is bursting at the seams. Migrants unable to find beds in the New York City shelter system are resorting to sleeping on the streets around the Roosevelt Hotel Intake Center. Dozens this morning, this hour, of makeshift beds on the sidewalk. The Legal Aid Society has threatened legal action over the situation and the apparent violation of the mandated right to shelter. Let them sue. Sue away. Mr. Mayor, you've got corporation counsel. You've got hundreds of attorneys at the drop of a dime representing the city. Let them sue. They go into court and they say, during the conch years, this consent decree mandated that New York must provide shelter, right? And then, Mr. Mayor, your lawyers say you are absolutely correct, but this applies to American citizens. These individuals are not here legally in the country. This does not apply to them. You make the arguments on each side. You go back and forth, back and forth. A judge will rule, right? Maybe a week later, two weeks later, right? And then you do the appeal process and you continue to appeal. And this will take several months. And in the meantime, you say, no, no, no. The shelter system is closed. That's what should have been done. In my opinion, The city of New York should have said to the Legal Aid Society, take us to court. I dare you. Let's go. Let's roll. Under Giuliani, that's the way things went. Giuliani said, I don't care. Take me to court. And oftentimes, entities would back down. Now, the Legal Aid Society wouldn't back down. They would go to court, but make your case in court. Prove it to a federal judge. Prove it. And make it be able to stand up on appeal. You don't just roll over because the Legal Aid Society is threatening you. Because at the end of the day, Mr. Mayor, you're the only one left holding the ball. The Legal Aid Society is not elected to anything. You are. And you're fond of stating this is your city. Well, look at what's happening right now in your city. John, Staten Island, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Dominic. How are you? I'm well. Go right okay. ahead, please. All right. At work tonight, uh, this is John the Cop. I'm going to give you pretty much what I've seen in the Migrant Center, but first I want to let all your listeners know as they drive through different um, boroughs what to be fearful of. If I stop 10 vehicles uh, for various things, whether it's, I don't know, taillight out, for example, about eight out of 10 of them have fake license plates, no insurance, suspended licenses, and most of them uh, lately, as of lately, there's a very thick language barrier. We get through, we have the technology to get through it, but the reality is is that you may be driving your nice vehicle, and uh, if you get into a car accident, most likely they're gonna run, and they don't have any credentials. I mean, literally on average, eight out of 10 of them, like fake metal plates, fake paper plates, uh, gotten uh, through forged means, all sorts of stuff. Now the migrant stuff. Wow. Went into a facility tonight to verify uh, for, for management uh, how many people were staying there, two buildings next to each other, 405 floors, 15, 15 um, units on each floor, occupied by two or three. Uh, so it's five floors, 15, doing some quick math. That's about 750 single males of... Uh, anywhere from 28 to, I'd say, 35, judging what I've seen, no family units. Outside of the area, you have motorized scooters chained up to the to the, um, to the the fencing in front of the place. Uh, they're already starting to, you know, get means to travel around with, with unregistered, non-insured no, motorbikes that, that, that are building up on the sidewalks. And that's basically what I've seen so far tonight. However, the... Um, you just you got to be careful when you're driving in New York City. You know, these people, they're going through all these tolls. There's a reason why there's congestion pricing. They're doing all this stuff because a lot of these, these light cameras and all these other things are returning no results because these plates go back to nothing. 
Well, John, it, in terms of uh, NYPD, um, mm-hmm. it, it, maybe you can answer this for me. Maybe you can't. But okay. you're, you're fleeing political persecution. How could you spend uh, $1,500 and up on a new bike immediately after arriving here in New York? Well, I think you might have to address the nonprofits that's clothing and, and supplying goods to these people, and, and God only knows how much money. In addition to what I told you already, it's verified that these people are receiving three meals a day, and that's on the taxpayer. They're receiving housing. They're, rece- they're receiving all this stuff. So you're getting three meals a day. It's got to be, uh, you know, when I, did, when I give you a figure, about 750 people in, that, in those two buildings Yes. of males. So who's paying for that? We are. You know, it's it's a scary thing, and and I, I'm going to go back to Audrey's phone call briefly. I don't really talk about other listeners, but it's it's the the, the problem when you when you you made a comment about MSNBC listeners, they just have no idea, so they err on the side of the Democrats all the time. They don't realize that democratic policies is what is what is is giving is bearing all this fruit right in front of you. Whether it's the the gas prices that nobody talks about because we've gotten used to it. It's like almost like the 9-11 type situation. You get used to, you, oh, you know, we forgot about 9-11, the tragedy, you know, how, how the country came together. But the gas prices is, is a similar thing. It, you know, they hit you, it hurts. There's a reporter at the, at, the, at the gas station for a while. Time goes by, it lowers 50 cents. Nobody talks about it. And now the population is completely used to $5 a gallon gas. It's going to be the same thing with these migrants. You're going to get used to seeing people all over the streets. And like David said, this becomes the degradation of society. It becomes what we're used to and what becomes our short memory. That's what that's what happens here. Well, I, I'm just a little confused because I, I guess I'm old school, John, uh, because I, I don't understand how a mayor can just let an eyesore of homeless migrants um, just in Manhattan for tourists to see, for fellow uh, residents to see, for businesses to see, businesses that are hurting. And okay, I you believe, don't. I believe he's relying on the ignorance of a Democratic voter. No matter what, they put party before before their reality, and that's frightening. Because if everything's going up around you, and this includes the president, if everything that's bearing fruit around you is getting worse. Yet you're going to still stand in line and pull that lever for a Democrat. Like, I, I don't know what to say at that point. Like, what, what more what more do you need to wake up and realize that this wasn't like this in, uh, from 2016 to 2020? We didn't have 7 million people come to this country. We're not having to deal with overrun hotels where tourists could stay and bring, and bring you know, a, a bigger and better economy to New York City. We're having everything being destroyed right in front of us. Like David said, and when are we going to wake up? The problem is they rely constantly and and they can constant consistently vote for Democrats, no matter what is going on around them. It's frightening. It really is. And and I'm going to let you go on this uh, question, John. Uh, as yeah. in terms of uh, uh, NYPD, you and your colleagues, what is it like dealing with the migrants? Is it frustrating? How would you describe what is it like for what you've noticed between you and your colleagues? The only thing we notice from time to time is is the, the in, in public drunkenness, peeing on people's vehicles, like nuisance stuff. Um, I haven't personally been to too many calls related to um, like any type of assault or robberies for them personally, but uh, you know that's it's a big department. But I do notice, you know, a lot of standing around the streets, just setting shop up in front of people's properties, drinking in public. You know, basically, you go back to broken windows, and here you go. It's just a, a slow. Again, like the, I'll quote David again. He's right. It's a slow degradation of society, and it's creating what we're going to get used to. And that is, that's not the way we should be here in New York city. We shouldn't, we shouldn't have to deal with that. John, thank you for always uh, being so honest and candid and direct with us. And thank you for your service to the NYPD. Uh, Have a beautiful morning. Let's go to Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. You're on talk radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I can't top that. God bless you, Officer John. And and I I just I'm sitting here and I'm I'm getting 
very depressed about that. And uh, anyway, I just uh, I I look, I, this is all I have to say. I'm a first generation American. I'm born here. My parents both came here legally. My father from former Soviet Union from Ukraine. My mother came from Austria because of the Nazis. They both came here legally. And um, I'm actually I'm a dual citizen and I'm actually considering I'm looking at my red passport. I have a blue one for America and I have a red one for Austria. And I'm actually thinking maybe it's time that this beautiful American experiment, my parents coming here, maybe it's time to put that away and go back to Europe because uh, I don't know this, what's going on in this country is terrible. And I don't think this is not going to end well. This is not going to end well. Um, you know, uh, Eastern Europe is a fire, uh, China, um, and now we are we're becoming in, in, a, in a state of abject weakness here. And uh, I don't know. I just uh, just things to think about. <laughs> it, know, it, is, I, it is a lot to think about, Norman, and, and I, I appreciate you. Uh telling us honestly how you feel about the situation. It, it is frustrating for all of us. It's frustrating for all of us. This situation didn't have to be. I, I, I do not understand, except for, and thank you for the call, Norman, except for the mayor playing politics, why he didn't turn those buses around to begin with. Why would you permit the city's immigration commissioner to stand out there and welcome the migrants to New York like it's something to be proud of. Why would you do that? Unless you're totally caving in to what these nutty advocates are, are, are stating. And again, Mr. Mayor, you're the only one holding the bag. The advocates are nowhere to be found now. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, more of your calls. Brooklyn, Manhattan, Westwood, Comac, Queens, Yonkers, and Manhattan. WABC. Talk Radio 77 WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And Mayor Eric Adams is warning New Yorkers the migrant crisis is coming to a neighborhood near you and says the Biden administration is simply not doing enough to help. The mayor spoke after all the asylum seekers were captured on the disturbing video sleeping on cardboard on sidewalks outside Manhattan's historic Roosevelt Hotel turned intake center because the city is so overwhelmed. The mayor says it's coming to a neighborhood near you, and it is 91,000 people. The mayor adding we need to localize this madness. But the madness did not need to be. It didn't have to happen. It, it really didn't, folks. We are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's go to Al in Yonkers. Good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, Dominic. You know, Dominic, uh, Devin Archer's testimony today, though it wasn't given uh, in the general public on TV, it was uh, in a closed corridor with the uh, chairman of the committee from the representative from Kentucky, uh, his this testimony today has the potential to be explosive. Uh, as we've seen in the past over the decades, as you remember, we had in the 80s when Oliver North, uh, in the general public, uh, his was uh, in the public as opposed to private today. We had the Iran-Contra, uh, you know, hearings with Oliver North. We had John Dean, who was the chief counsel in the 1970s, to a young John Dean to Richard Nixon when he told the United States that there was a cancer on the presidency. And also probably the most memorable was Alexander Butterfeld. There was a book written about him 
based on uh, from Bob Woodward, which was called uh, The Last of the President's Men. He was the one who told the Watergate Committee investigating President Nixon that the president had a secret taping device in the Oval Office. So once that occurred, uh, basically President Nixon's uh, presidency was over. He would not give okay, up. Okay, I, I got, I got you, Al. I'm, I'm not yeah. big on history lessons. So, so what, what, what's your point? No, just my point today is that the this could be explosive. That if it turns out that uh, it might could be, them. it is going to be explosive. Not could exactly. be. It's it's going to be. I appreciate the call, Al. And just just so that you know, the reason why why I'm not big on history lessons because that's that individual's interpretation of history. That doesn't mean that it's accurate. It just means that it's it's one person's interpretation. And you know, folks, I I, I just got to say this. I'm looking at something on Fox News right now, and I thought this was a dog. But a, but a man has spent $14,000 to fulfill his dream of becoming a dog. So, Matt Blaze, I, I don't know if you can see the same thing that I'm looking <laughs> I, I, at. I can see it in the reflection. And I saw. Is that like, the man that's dressed as a, a collie what, dog? It looked and, like a like man dressed like Lassie. It, right, it looks like a <laughs> robot. But, but it's but, a guy? Yeah, but I mean, but. Oh. Oh. That's a furry. Oh. They call him a furry. Right, he, but but this he wants is a to be human a dog. being. But is right, but they they call people that want to be animals furries. Oh, okay. Like they <laughs> act like animals. Like there was a problem with hey, the schools. I, I'm when gonna te- give you when little kids were coming to school, they mm-hmm. thought they were a cat, right? And they were letting them be cats, right. and they were calling them furries, right? Right. You, well, they well them you you know me well enough to know when I do this, you know what I mean. I'm just gonna go. Mm. That's right. Mm. We're just gonna leave it at that. Spent, I mean, what is this where everybody wants to be famous? Everybody, why would you spend $14,000 to be a dog? Right. Not only do people want to be famous, but you can't even say, that's crazy. What's wrong with you? Right. Oh, everybody's allowed to do what they want to do. Right. We can't say anything so, about it. So can't say, I, that's I, crazy. I got, no, a no, tri- no. I got a trick question for you and Kenneth Connolly. So what's the pronoun for, for this joker? That wants to be a dog. What am I supposed to call him now? You, you, you're supposed Rover. to you're supposed Rover. to call him Ruff Ruff. Yeah. That's yeah. his pronoun. Spot. Rover. Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> one of them. So pick one. Pick one. Bingo. Bingo, Bingo. was his name o. Right. Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah right? Scooby Doo. And what if I call him the wrong pronoun that he doesn't like? Oh, oh. you're done. That's you're it. You're done, Dominic. You can't call him like Gar- Garfield the cat. You can't call him a cat. You can't call him Felix. He'll get he'll get mad. Because he's a dog, you know you gotta call him Scooby or Snoopy. Yeah, God God forbid you call him Sylvester the cat. You're I, done, Dom. I I'm just I'm I'm just confused. We you know migrants on the streets of New York City, we, right? Yeah. And and now now we got the man that wants to be a dog, and spends his hard earned money on that. We've got the Hunter Biden mess in D.C. I'm gonna be folk. I'm gonna have a lot more to say about this in a few minutes at uh at one a.m. And we've got an open border. We've got a, a former president that did good by the country, but the opposing party is determined to indict him until he can't stand anymore. And that's the type of stuff, the indictments that happens in third world countries. And it's it's being played out live in America. Did you ever think in your lifetime, Dominic, that we would see this in our no. country, in our city. No, I know. I, I knew there was something that was a little off when a year ago, Al Sharpton was talking about how when you go into Dwayne Reed and the toothpaste <laughs> is locked behind a plastic barrier. Yes. And he thought it was crazy. And I find myself agreeing with Al Sharpton. Right. Something's up. There's right. something off here. There's right. something off because he's right. You can't walk into Dwayne Reed and buy the simplest things anymore because it's locked up. And you want to ask, you asked me last night, are things bad? Yeah. Because you can't even go to a Dwayne Reed or, or, or Walgreens or any pharmacy to buy the simplest of basic items because I don't want to sit there and wait for the clerk or some attendant to unlock Nobody it. Nobody does. Nobody of does. Of course. I blame your generation, Kenneth. 
you young folks, Kumbaya, Kim Kardashian, Jay-Z, Beyonce, the, the, the young folks. No, 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 you, no. You, you, you guys say embrace everybody. Black Lives Matter. A bunch of white kids. Black Lives Matter. Dom, don't let me in there. Have you ever seen me at one of those protests, Dom? No, oh, no, no, sir. No, no, I haven't. No, no, I haven't. But I, I don't know, folks. I'm going right back to your telephone calls. But I, I cannot believe, you know, we're about to start the uh, the 1 a.m. show. And, and I'm sitting here and I'm looking at Fox News and I'm listening. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is not a dog. This is a man pretending to be a dog. And then I'm saying to myself, what pronoun must I use to refer to him? Is it a him dog? Is it a female dog? What am I supposed to call the dog? Let's go right back to the uh, telephone calls. Dave and Comac. Good morning, Dave. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. What I don't understand is, it, it, and I've been saying this a lot to you on the radio, and that is, when does it come a point where you say enough is enough uh, to Mayor Adams? And Mayor Adams needs to stand up and say, listen, we have no room. You can't come here anymore. That should have been done a long time ago. And he has nobody to blame except for himself. He should be the man looking in the mirror. I I agree with you. Um, <laughs> uh, I, 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 you know, I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't, I don't get it, Dave. I, I don't understand. It, it doesn't make uh, much sense. Uh, but I, but I thank you. I thank you for the call, Dave. Let's let's hear out Isabel in Manhattan. Good morning, Isabel. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Uh, I wanted to say that the French gave us that beautiful statue, but they were not the ones that slapped on those stupid words to it. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, and and, and what's going on? It's this is there's no word for what's going on with the illegals. It, it doesn't make any sense. Maybe to the Democrats it does. I, I don't see how anybody can say uh, it makes sense. But, Isabel, thank you for the call. Let's go to Westwood, New Jersey. Let's say good morning to Paul. Paul, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, good good talking to you. Uh, it's nice talking to you because I, I'm up all night. I used to be part of New York strongest, but I refuse to take my new wife to New York city because too dangerous. The immigrants, you live in New Jersey, correct? I live in Rockland County, New York, but go ahead, Paul. Right. I do. I live in New Jersey. The immigrants over here is amazing. It's I, I, I live in an apartment building and I look over like a, over a, a parking lot. You won't believe all, I watch every morning 11, 11 Mexicans get out of one van to work at the restaurants around here. I watch, I watch them getting picked up. It's amazing. You think New York's got a bed? Wait until you, you know, it's three blind mice. We got Hochul, Adams, and Murphy. They don't know what's going on. It's getting real bad over here in New Jersey. Jersey's, it's getting hammered, and they don't even know about it with the migrants. Mm. Well, I, I guess, Paul, thank you for the call. That's a uh, story we're going to have to follow as well, what's going on in New Jersey. The migrant situation, it's out of control, and it's, 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 it's going from bad to worse. We are going to be continuing the program when we come back. I'm in for Frank Morano the next two hours. When we come back, the Hunter Biden situation. But right now, news headlines.